Chapter Two of Don, a Runaway Dog by Richard Barnum. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Tom Hirsch. Chapter Two, Don's New Home. Prince, sitting on the bank of the puddle of water, was howling as loudly as he could. Are you getting out, Don? Are you getting out? asked Prince. Well, I, I, I'm trying hard, answered Don. I guess... <laughs> then he could not say anything more, even in dog language, for his mouth was full of water. Oh, what shall I do? cried Prince. Don did not have any time to answer him. He was too busy swimming. Nearer and nearer to the bank of the puddle, off which he had slipped into the water, swam Don. He was soon so close that he could put his paws on the firm earth, and then he knew he was safe and could crawl out. But, oh, what a sorrowful-looking sight poor Don was! His nice, clean coat was covered with muddy water, which dripped down and ran from him in little puddles. "'Oh, how are you ever going to get dry?' asked Prince. Then Don happened to remember how once he had seen his mother out in a rainstorm. She came to the kennel quite wet, but before she went in she shook herself very hard, and the water-drops flew off her in a shower. "'That's what I'll do,' thought Don. So he gave himself as big and as hard a shake as he could, and the water flew about in a shower. "'Hi, stop! You're getting me wet!' howled Prince. "'Oh, I didn't mean to,' answered Don. "'But that's the way I get dry. You asked me that, you know.' "'Yes, but I didn't know you were going to put the water on me,' Prince replied. "'I don't care, though, as long as you're safe.' and he went up to his brother and kissed him on the nose with his little red tongue, Prince did, in a way dogs have. So Don got safely out of the puddle into which he had fallen, but his adventures for that day were not yet at an end. "'Let's go home,' said Prince. "'I'm hungry.' "'So am I,' spoke Don. "'But which way is home?' "'Don't you know?' asked Prince. "'No, don't you?' The two little puppy dogs looked one at the other. "'Oh, I forgot,' cried Don. "'Don't you remember? We were lost just before I fell in the puddle, and we're lost yet. Oh, dear!' Then the two little puppies felt so badly that they just sat there on the bank of the mud puddle and howled as loudly as they could. I suppose you wonder what good their howling did. But I shall tell you. Back in the kennel, Mrs. Gurr, the mother dog, was waiting and wondering why Don and Prince did not come home. I saw them go over that way, spoke Violet, who was nibbling at a bit of puppy cake. They were having a race, said Ruby, who was practicing at trying to catch her tail. Oh, such boys, cried Mrs. Gurr. 
I suppose they've gone so far away they can't find their way back. Come, Spot, we'll go look for them. All right, said the other brother of Don and Prince. He was called Spot because he had a white spot on him. Otherwise, he was all black. Mrs. Gurr and Spot hurried out of the kennel, and they had not gone very far before they heard a noise. What's that? asked Spot, standing still and wagging his tail. Listen, said his mother. How wow, burr, was the noise they heard. There they are, said the dog lady. Those are your lost brothers calling. Come on, Spot, I know where they are now. Mrs. Gurr was very good at finding lost dogs, and this time she knew just which way to go to find Don and Prince. Soon the mother dog saw them sitting on the edge of the mud puddle, their heads held up in the air, howling as loudly as they could howl. "'Oh, my, what a noise!' cried Mrs. Gurr with a dog laugh. "'What is the matter with you puppies, anyhow?' "'Oh, Mama, is that you?' cried Don. "'Oh, we got lost, and—' "'And Don fell in and swam out,' added Prince. "'Well, that was very smart of him, I'm sure,' said the Mama Dog. "'But it was silly of you to get lost. "'See, the kennel is only a little way off.' just around that clump of bushes. Surely enough, they had been only a little way off from their home all the while, only they did not know it. But we, we, we couldn't find our way home, said Don. No, and that shows you ought to not to go too far off until you know how to get back, said Mrs. Gurr. Now, as soon as you get dry, Don, I'll give you all some lessons in how to find your way back home again when you get so far off you can't see it. It did not take Don long to get dry in the warm sun, and then the lessons began. For dogs, even puppy dogs, have to learn their lessons, you know, just as you children do. They have to learn to eat only the things that are good for them. Sometimes a puppy will gnaw on a cake of soap, but he does not do it more than once, for he finds out it makes him ill. And dogs have to learn to come when their master calls them, and to lie down when they are told, and to shake hands, and do other tricks, especially in a circus. So Mrs. Gurr showed Don and his brothers and sisters how to sniff and smell along the ground so they would know their way back again when they had gone away from home. Dogs, you know, have very good noses for smell. Even on a dark night, when a dog cannot see, he can tell just by sniffing the air whether his master is coming along or whether it is someone else. So when a dog takes a new road, his paws leave sort of a smell in the dust. This smell stays there for some time, and when the dog wants to get back, he just sniffs and smells along the road until he finds where he has made his tracks before, and in that way he gets home again, 
He can do that even in the dark. It was this lesson that Don's mother taught him, until he and the other puppies could run a long way off from their kennel, even in the woods, and could find their way back again. Now you will not get lost again, Don, said his mother to him. And I don't want to, Don said. Being lost is no fun. The puppy dog family lived in the kennel for some time longer. The little doggies were all growing larger and stronger, and could run about now without falling down so often. Don grew faster and larger than any of the others. One day, two boys came walking out to the kennel where the puppies lived. One boy was Willie, whose father owned Mrs. Gurr. "'Well, Willie, may I take my puppy now?' asked the other boy. "'Yes, Bob, I guess he's big enough now to leave home,' said Willie. "'Are you sure you want the one you first picked out?' "'Oh, yes, sure, I'll take him,' said Bob. "'Don is the best puppy in the lot.' Well, I'm glad he thinks I'm so nice, said Don to himself. He had begun to understand boy and man talk, you see, though he could not speak it himself. Yes, I'll take Don, went on Bob. I wonder where he's going to take me, thought Don. This is a funny world. Bob stooped over and picked Don up from the pile of straw. He's a fine dog, cried Bob, as he patted and rubbed Don. Don liked that. He was not afraid of the boy, for the boy was kind. Then, without giving Don a chance to say goodbye to his brothers and sisters, and without even letting him kiss the mama dog, Bob the boy took Don away with him to a new home. Don did not mind going away, for the boy was so kind and good to him, and petted him so nicely that Don liked him at once. And Don was not lonesome or homesick, for he saw many new and strange things. At last the boy went up the walk towards a big white house, and he said to Don, "'Don, this is your new home.' Though Don could not speak boy language, I think he understood what the boy meant. End of chapter 2 Recording by Tom Hirsch